You're listening to a VC short. These are shorter bonus episodes released only on our podcast, The VC Hour. They are a product of Radio ABC 993 FM, a ministry of African Bible University in Uganda. This episode is an alumni spotlight. They're recorded on location instead of in a studio, so you might hear some background noises. We believe these testimonies are so encouraging that they're worth it, and we trust you will too. Okay, thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, could you tell me uh, a little bit about yourself? Just start with an introduction for our listeners. Okay, I, I'm Kukrasin Joy Auma. I graduated in 2017 at African Bible University with a bachelor's in Christian community leadership with education. Great, and we're, we've organized our degrees a little bit differently. You know, now if you came in, you would either pick biblical studies or you would pick education. You'll get a lot of Bible either way. Sure. And uh, as I talk to you about it, you're excited about that change. Yes, very much. I know that the changes is going to actually help straighten things because in one sense, uh, in the year 2013 when we just came, you know, you go to a campus and you know you're going to strictly do only the Bible or you're going to do a particular thing or education and then you get everything mixed up there. So you get yourself combining two things at a go, which is not very natural to how Ugandans do their things. But in the end, we, I really appreciate it because I got to learn so many things, integrating all this knowledge together. It has helped me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. What have you done since you graduated? Uh, since my graduation, I, I began working with Compassion Assisted Project. We call it uh, Child Development Projects. We help to minister to children. I am working as a child development officer in, in, in child health since 2017, August, till today. That's yeah. fantastic. Sure. That was shortly after graduation then that you... Very shortly after graduation. After graduation, I stayed in Kampala trying to look for something to do. You know, when you study that side, you want to stick around and see what you can be able to get. But I think God was calling me back to my village to come and serve the children here. And there was something interesting that it has been in my heart. By the end of my fourth year, I was really having this feeling like you have a job somewhere. It was really speaking so hard that I could not sense it. Even I was thinking it is it might be compassion because my sister raised me. She's a compassion uh, staff and she has been paying for me. So that thing kept on speaking in my heart, but I kept on refuting and saying, but where? Mm. There is no space, everywhere is filled up. And just when I stayed there two, two months after my graduation, I came with that person whom I was staying at his place, and we went for some mission mm. in Aromo. Mm. After that mission, I was just asking God to open for me that door. So when I came, I applied twice. I first did the first interview with Victory, where I turned down, and then the next one I went to Achula, which I was taking. Among 21 applicants, they needed only one person. Wow. There were so many people with experiences, and I was the only person who has done no experience, no, who had no experience, done no voluntary work, 
nothing completely but the knowledge i got from abu was really so much helpful because uh, as you can i don't know in the written i was able to beat everyone because it was just open knowledge mm. they brought things that is regarding health but i did not study health as you know it was not complete health but the general knowledge that i got from abu i was able to apply them instantly and when i went for the orals we were sorted five and I was the only lady. So among the five of us, my eloquence and my posture, my confidence in what I was saying, many people to actually take me. Because while I was in ABU, those ministries, we used to go for like those outreaches. I used to go to Wakesa ministry, ministering with those trauma girls, with those trauma who have got pregnant out of uh, some problems and their chest out we would go and minister to them and that would really fit so much into the ministry that I want to do a lot of counseling so when I spoke that out I was being able to be taken because a lot of the children that we are dealing with they have challenges from their homes even the parents as a matter of fact in these years that I have served I found out that uh, it is more of ministering to the family than to the child because you find a child having a problem and when you begin to dig further, you find that the problem is in the root at home. Then you begin to speak to the caregivers, we call them the caregivers, and many of them have opened up to us, which is something that is inspiring me even more on towards what I want to do in future. Hmm. Yeah. Well, praise the Lord for that. But you, you, you got first place out of 21 applicants and it was only the second job you applied for. Yeah, it was the second That's one. amazing. I thank God. That's so good. <laughs> Uh, tell me a little bit about how you came to ABU originally. Originally, um, actually, after my A-level, when I sat for my A-level, I didn't have any hope of where to go. A single lady who raised me up didn't have money enough now. She was a widow. Her children were already growing up and catching up with school. I already had my senior six. I was out. And so I was fellowshipping at Truth Fountain Church with the, the late Reverend Johnson Enamo, who was formerly a student there. So when I shared it with him, I was actually an interpreter, a singer, and I did so many things in the church. So he, he, he recommended me to go to HBU. I was so hopeless. I didn't have any sort of things. I'm like, God, I ask you to do a degree, not a diploma downwards, because here in Africa, your parents can only give you your first paper. So when I asked him, I said, Pastor, I need you to pray with me. I need you to direct me. I am stuck. I was just an orphan. I didn't have anybody I was talking up to, to give me any sense of direction. So for me, most of the time, it is friendship and being in the house of God that has helped me. So Pastor Reverend Johnson, the late, connected me. When I went and I did the interviews, of course I was nervous and I didn't know I was going to make it my first time getting interviewed with Muzungus, you know, <laughs> being in Africa. It's so funny. So when I went there, I had the written and I was able to pass when we were sortlisted for, for the horrors. I also went and yes, I got admitted. But after admission, there was nothing like I was able to pay. Mm. So cutting the story short, I came back. I went back to the village. I had no hope. So this uh, Charles Agonia by then was working in ABU campus. So he called me. He said he had some visiting people who came 
and wanted to sponsor some children who were coming from the north. So in during the time for my interviews, he was really impressed by the way I was answering my gestures and everything. They were impressed. They gave me the admission, but I didn't have any hope of going back. Mm. But the first thing that Johnson told me, is, he told me that if you get admitted, praise God, that means he wants to go there. Because first of all, to pass the interview is also not easy. Mm -hmm. So I went there not knowing anything. But afterwards, he got for me sponsorship and uh, Redeemer Church. I just hear about them. I don't know anyone about them. Thanks to God that they were there mm. and they spotted me among, we, we were five in the scheme mm. and we were all paid during that time. That's how I got to know about ABU through an alumni. How about that? I mean, I gotta tell you the, the story you told of taking that first step based on encouragement and not knowing where it was gonna take you is one of the most common stories I hear from our alumni. Yes. And when I meet with students who are thinking about coming, very often they ask, how can I possibly go? I don't have the money. And I'm happy to say I can encourage them. Uh, the Lord so often has helped people to find a way to finish. Uh, but you have to take that first step of filling out an application. Yes. You have to make the interviews. That is what he told me exactly. You first need to make that first step. And then from there, God will take it up. I remember telling him, if it doesn't work, I will apply for a dead year. Then, you know, he's a man of faith. He mm. told me, dead year? You want a year to be dead? <laughs> that was so funny. I'm like, no, I hear something of dead year. You know, coming from senior six high school, I don't know anything of dead year. But I just know dead year is that year you're going to sleep outside. That's right. So I was just ready for anything. Yeah. But putting my trust in God and all that I've been trusting in him. He really made a way for me, yeah. and I was really so happy. So we have a nicer term for it we use uh, in, the, in the U.S. We call it deferred enrollment. So it means you're just putting it off for a year before you go. That sounds nicer than dead year, I think. <laughs> sure. So, uh, so much I appreciate this time you spent with me. Tell us a little bit about your, your future plans. What's coming up next for you? Um, initially, even before I was joining ABU, Deep inside of me, I have been speaking to people over years, beginning with my peers. Whenever I would speak to them, I would get them encouraged. People would come back and appreciate and say, you have really helped me so much. So along that line, I saw the need that maybe God is calling me to help people align or understand who they are in Christ Jesus and also help them out of the challenges they are going through by encouraging them. So uh, even when I came to work with the children, I am seeing that a lot because I get to meet students one-on-one -on -one and talk to them a lot about their life. You find those who are very stubborn, they actually get to come and open up. It is very easy for them to open up to me. So in one way or the other, it does not only stop at the children, also big people families. So one thing that has been so much boiling in my heart, I hope that one day I can be able to open up a center where I could do counseling session. Mm. And coupling up with what has happened recently, especially in the lockdown, I see people moving into a lot of trauma time. Mm. I need to see, uh, my hope is that I could be able to speak and help somebody come out of the trauma they're going through. There's a lot of lack. Mm. People don't have enough, and people are stressed up. People are having 
they can not pay pay school fees but it is it would be good that if you speak to somebody they can be able to see light during this time you're crying for poverty sorry you can actually be able to do something it's true it, it's hard to even <coughs> it's hard to even talk about it uh, especially when you're that close to the reality uh, like you are, where you have specific people you're trying to help, and you know them, you, you know their situation and what it looks like. I don't, yeah. I don't think anybody could think about that without without it uh, without it moving them to compassion like you are. I think you're working for a good place. It says compassion. I can sure. see you're compassionate. Yeah. yeah. Sorry for my voice. No, it's very fine. It's okay. How can people pray for you? Yeah, I just need them to pray for me that I can be able to master the courage because. When I get into that ministry, I'll need the courage and the people that I can network with to help that particular people to, to come into light and also that they may be able to find hope in God and healing that will be taking place spiritually and also physically, actually dealing with trauma because of the recent things that have happened in the life of the people, mm. people are so much traumatized. Yeah. And I realized there is not something that in Africa here is very common. Mm. People go through depression and depression and depression. There is no one to speak to them, to actually uplift them. Mm. So I would love to encourage somebody to come out of the trauma they're going out through. I love that you're focused on helping people <coughs> as they work through trauma, not just with their physical needs but also with their spiritual. their spiritual needs that's a piece that's often neglected here many of these these things are thought of as only psychological or only physical and you're you're seeing there's a spiritual piece that's very important mm. well thank you so much for your time thank you so much you're for welcome. what you're doing thank you I really appreciate it it's been a joy talking with you sure thank you so much been listening to the Vice Chancellor's Hour, a ministry of Radio ABC 993 FM on the campus of African Bible University. We hope this has been beneficial to your Christian walk and understanding. If it has, you can support the ministry of Radio ABC by going to AfricanBibleColleges.com and clicking on the donate button. Don't forget to let them know it's going to the Uganda station. If you have questions about this or any other episode, please feel free to contact us at vchourofficial at gmail.com. We're also available through Instagram and Twitter as vchourofficial. We may answer your question on a future episode. Until next time, may the peace of God and the fellowship of God's people encourage your hearts.